Welcome to the Awake Church Podcast. At Awake, our mission is simple. Know God, take action. We pray this podcast will help you on that journey. Of 
things that make sin or good and difficult and hard. And in the presence of the Lord that we got to enjoy, you are hearing His voice this year. And when we go through difficulty, it tends to do a couple of one of two things. One is for people to then withdraw a bit from God, or to press even more toward the Lord. And we want to do the latter. That whatever difficulties come, in whatever year, in whatever season we find ourselves in, that even the things we don't understand, that we actually trust more into Him rather than shining away from Him. And then things just get worse. Things get worse, and then there's that, and the Bible talks about, and I talk about a lot as well, is that great falling away, which, man, in my heart, breaks thinking about people falling away from the Lord because of difficulties or disappointments, misunderstandings, or misinterpreted scripture, all those kind of things. We do want to trust in the Lord. Everything is difficult. <coughs> now, we lost some people. I was thinking with uh, Nikki sitting right over there, and she is, uh, if you don't know, Nikki, Nikki Hoffman, and her kids. Nikki lost her husband, Brad, who's on our worship team. So, our, our GTs here, you died almost a year ago, January 9th. This is a huge blow to us in church, more so even to Nikki. And here's what I've seen in Nikki's life. Is she has pressed into the Lord more since then rather than shine away and let a wound or a disappointment cause a really depression, which I see in my So I just want to hear you go. And she's a, she's a worshiper. She just presses in and prays and seeking God as much as ever. Now, I'm excited for her future. What God has for because He is working together every single thing. If the enemy is doing stuff, God is going to work that out for our good in some way. I understand how it works. He's going to. He is good. His mercies endure forever. His faithfulness is to how many generations? Thousands. Every generation. He's faithful to every generation. And we get to know Him, love Him. The enemy does not give claim on any of you. Any of us. Jesus broke that claim. Isn't that amazing? Bam, they are. They're mine. How you are mine. I love that. The Lord did it. So I want to take a few minutes just a little, little bit ahead toward 2023 and what I feel like some of the things the Lord wants to do for us, in us, with us, individually, corporately as well. Uh, obviously, in addition to the new facility that we're looking toward getting into. Uh, can't wait? Well, I can. But I'm excited for it. I'm excited about it happening. Of moving into that place. Um, that's a big thing for 2023 that's going to happen for us. Um, if you've been to our new members class, or been through our new members class, we encourage everybody to go through. That'll be coming up here in the next couple of months. We'll do that on the next one. It's, it's coming. We do two or three of these a year. And we go through some of the history and some of the prophetic things the Lord has given me, the reason why we even started this church, and why we're here, and all those things. But one of the things I share in there is uh, what the Lord gave to me before I ever started this church, the Lord encouraged me to start this church, was He gave me this vision of three wells. And one of the wells 
was, and there were, there were three old wells, like wells that the Moravians had dug, ancient wells, uh, spiritual wells. One was a worship, the other in prayer, and the other outreach in missions. And I saw these three wells, and they had metal plates on the top of them. And I thought the Lord was saying that I'm moving you to Winston-Salem. The Moravians came, started that, and those wells that they dug in worship or prayer or outreach, they've been tapped. Uh, and part of what your calling is with this away church and the people who come here is to help untap and take the lids off of the ancient wells that the Moravians dug. That there would be a new flow of, or a revitalization almost, of wells that had been dug of worship to God. And we think of the Moravians and the hundreds of years of worship and hundreds of hymns that they sang and the prayers of the Moravians. So they prayed, we missed for a hundred years, 24 hours a day, nonstop prayer for a hundred years. Moravians did that. They had a deep well of prayer. And also the missions. I mean, they had a congregation in uh, Germany where they, on Zinzendorf's land, of 300 people. Not as different than this congregation. And they sent people all around the world with missions. They were the, really the beginning of modern missions, uh, which took to the 1700s for that to happen. After Jesus said, go and, and do this, it was the Moravians who really kicked that off. And they sent people all around the world. That's why they, they came here uh, to reach the lost. And so, um, since we've been a fellowship, I feel like one of those wells that we have lifted the lid up on has been worth it. It's been uh, wonderful. And I feel like we've lifted a little bit on, on some of the others, but I feel as though the Lord is really encouraging some of these other wells to be, be, be attacked here with us. And primarily prayer. And I feel this for 2023 that there's going to be a not just a resurgence, but a brand new move, and the Lord inspiring us and helping us to really be a people of prayer. That things are going to happen and change through prayer. And that God wants to pray things through us back to them. That's how it works. When he said, Jeremiah, he said, call on me and I'll answer you. Instead of just saying something to him, he wants him to call upon it so he can answer. And prayer is a powerful thing. So I feel like we're going to be having some focus on that as well as some outreach, some unpacking of those two wells in 2023. Also, one of the things I felt the Lord speaking to me was, you know, we talk a lot more about this in the next couple of weeks, or two weeks from now, or more. And that has to do with, you know, the beginning of the year tends to be a time where people focus on, at least momentarily, on getting physically fit. Exercising, losing some pounds, getting some kind of spirit through Christmas, all those things, and sometimes that lasts about a week or so. Right? But I feel the Lord is wanting us to also get spiritually fit and to grow in our spiritual man so it is very intimate with God. Hearing Him, relating with Him, growing in Him is what we're going to focus on through our PTs. As well as our Sundays here for the, the middle part of January and on, is growing our spirit man in God. So that it is a robust spirit man, not a thin man. We want a robust spirit man in God, and growing that relationship with Him. So we're going to focus on that. 
So used to, years ago, some of you remember this, uh, actually before we started Sundays, service this year, we started Friday night service, we called the School of the Spirit. And we would train and practice in the gifts of the Spirit. We did a lot of that for several years. Um, and I feel like we're supposed to have some of these back if you call them encounters. So encountering the Lord through worship, His presence, but also going after some things with the gifts of the Spirit. So we are equipped, because really what the Lord has given leadership in the body of Christ to do is to equip people to do the work of ministry. It says in Ephesians chapter 4. Not to do the ministry, but equip people so that they have done this And so sometimes it takes some training to minister in some of those ways, we're hearing God's voice in doing the supernatural. So we want to focus on some of that this coming year as well, and so we'll talk about that more as we go. All right. You will remember in reading the Bible about Israel going into bondage in Egypt. Bible says for around 400 years total, they were in bondage to the Egyptians. And of course, God set them free through Moses, the Ten Flags, all of those things, and they are in the wilderness. On the way to a land that God set apart and gave to them, gave them boundaries, and said, I'm going to be with you, we're going to do this, we're going to take this land. And there was a 40 year journey. It should have taken a few weeks, took 40 years because of their own obstinacy and rebellion and lots of different things going on in their own hearts that they were doing a lot of problems, as you know. But once the generation who had been slaves, and really the wilderness proved their faithlessness. God said, I have to have them all die off before we get into the promised land. Sounds a bit harsh, but that's the, that's the story of the passage. And so all of them actually died who were in bondage, and it was only those who were born in the wilderness who entered the promised land. Those who were born free already, but they were going to enter the promise that was given really to them. Parents. And so they get to this place that is the Jordan River. And they get to the Jordan River after 40 years, and it's now time for them to go in and possess the land, the inheritance, the dirt, the rocks, the soil, the trees, the plants, the fruit of the entire land that is set aside for them to walk into and to possess. God has done it. He's done the work and he's going to do the work with them as they go possess this land. So he leads them to the Jordan River and he has to stop there. And he begins to prepare them. He says, now, once you cross this river, you're going to cross over this river and then everything changes. And I need you to do a few things here. It says, I need you to teach the word. So, the law, the words of God, or the last the scriptures, all the way through the mantle. Meditate on them day and night. So, if we're going to possess land, things God's prepared for us, you've got to keep the word. Meditate on the word. Have it inside of you. Eat this. And then it says to do the word, not just meditate on it, keep it, meditate on it, and do it, which the New Testament reiterates that in James as well. Not to be just your 
years old, the doers of the word. It says, You will be prosperous. Then it says, Be strong and courageous. Don't tremble or be dismayed. Don't be fearful. So be strong and courageous. In other words, they can choose to be strong, they can choose to be courageous. And they can choose to not be fearful. So don't tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So he gives them all those instructions. You can take this new land and have these things on board. You can have a word inside, you can meditate on it, keep it, do it. And then don't be afraid. Be strong. Be strong. Be courageous. Regardless of what your eyes see, how difficult it is, gather courage. Like Joseph of Arimathea, when we got the body of Jesus, they gather courage and ask for the body of Jesus. That's what you guys do. If you don't feel courageous, you just gather. You just choose it. So I want it. Lord God, make me courageous. And then what Joshua had to do is the, the leader is Moses to just die. The Lord told him to take one person from each tribe of the twelve tribes and take up the ark of the covenant. Take the presence of God with you. So as soon as their feet touched the water of the Jordan River, the Jordan stopped flowing and actually backed up all the way 20 miles to a town called Adam, which was a prophetic picture of sin getting rolled back through Jesus in the future all the way back to Adam. How about that? So the river rolled up 20 miles. Dry ground, they carry the Ark of the Covenant through there, and then all the people pass over on dry ground. That is three million or so people pass over on dry ground. Lord says, okay, there's nothing else to do before we take the land. We're going to make a memorial here to remember where we've come from, what God has done, but also like leaving those things behind us a new day, a new life. And so let's build more space in. He said, another 12 guys, go to the middle of the dry riverbed, and water doesn't come back yet, and get a big spell. They've got these big spells. And they start piling them up. For a remembrance that they are done with the wilderness, they are getting to the promised land, and look what God has done all along the way. So leaving things behind, they're also making them more. So they do that. And then, of course, they take the land. They cross over every single one of them. It's interesting to me that that place where they were at the Jordan before they crossed over has a name. The Fabra. The Fabra. Fabra actually means the place of crossing. So it's a crossing over. And if you fast forward, all you have to have for Israel to possess land, but go ahead forward, a long way into the future, Jesus comes on the scene, his cousin, the grasshopper, eating cousin John the Baptist. And John is in the Jordan, baptizing people. Jesus comes along, he baptizes Jesus. You know where that was? The Sabbath, same spot. That spot. So the one on the side who would roll the sin all the way back to Adam goes in the water in the same spot that the water was rolled back hundreds of years earlier. And his ministry begins at that, at that place. Pretty amazing spot. It's also one of the lowest places on the earth. 
Thank you. 
a monument to remember everything they've been through. To remember that God is with them. If he had opened the way, he made a way for them to reach the promises. And so they piled up stones as a memorial. So I'd like to invite you to write down, at least on half of that card, some things that the Lord has done for you in 2022. Now, we think of the things God really came through for me right there. It was a financial thing, whether it was a relational thing, someone got saved in the family, got you out of a mess you were in, gave you direction when you needed it, healed your body, set you free from addiction. You can go, I'll just give you a minute to write down, stay on half of the car. As a memorial to remember what the Lord did for you. Thank you for listening to today's message. For updates on future episodes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. For more information about Awake Church, visit awakechurch.com.